Hello and welcome to Huge Quickly Podcast, Episode 1, featuring Danny and Anna. This is the first of many and something that's been kind of in the works for a long time. And we're really excited about it. We're just hanging out in our living room, but I think that it's really going to be entertaining for you guys. I concur. So I think the whole idea is, is um, you know, just sort of like a hangout chat type thing. Mike, we're going to get some good guests in here too, but for the time being, it's just going to be me and Anna. <laughs> I um, I was watching TV the other day. We We really have been watching a lot, a lot of TV lately, I do admit, and, and Anna doesn't want the TV. I like the TV mostly for sports, which I actually think we're missing right now, which is Seahawks crazy. Seahawks game? Yeah, the Seahawks are on right now. This is nuts. All for the podcast. It's insane. That's what I do for you, our listeners. I think they're winning, but I think that there's this uh, kind of, this guys now are are sort of because, you know, like males in general are, it's like we kind of had our time and now everyone sort of is like, you know, <laughs> especially a white man, white man. It's like you've got nothing nowadays. I, I watched, uh, I saw a commercial for chewable vitamins and, and the guy looked like he was about 40 years old and the commercial was for chewable vitamins, uh, that were, were sort of, they were geared, they were designed for a 40-year-old man, and there's a woman in the background saying, like, even he likes it. I can even get him to take it. And I just don't know when a grown, what the the kind of childish attributes that have been given to men these days. It's like the, the you know, you, um, we used to kind of have some respect in the house, I think, and it's completely gone. <laughs> Isn't that right? Well, that's because women in general are just a, just smarter. A lot of them. We've we've realized what men find important. I guess. I don't think chewable vitamins are really important. <laughs> it takes you back to the Flintstones vitamins of our yesteryear. Who doesn't love Flintstone vitamins? I know, I'm, I was I'm a big fine fan. with a, with a commercial for kids taking Flintstone vitamins. But a forty-year-old man that can't just get a glass of water and just wash <laughs> Danny, it down. When was the last time you took your vitamins? <laughs> I I kind of sporadically take vitamins because if they were chewable and tasted like candy, how much more likely would you be to eat them? Probably a lot more. So it makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It's what just they're good doing. advertising. Chewable vitamins. I think that's a step towards. I would Success. be so upset with you if you came home, <laughs> if I said to go get a multivitamin and you came home with chewable Vitacrave vitamins. <laughs> you would, would you would be disappointed for like three seconds until I was like, try it. And it tasted like candy. And then you would, I would never hear another peep from you ever again. And you probably take your vitamins every day as opposed to a dusty bottle sitting in the in the bathroom that like doesn't hasn't been opened they were a 90 day supply and they lasted for two years but when the label says that they're like a thousand percent of the daily value for you know riboflavin or something <laughs> i just think well if you take one every 10 days then you're pretty much getting a daily dose right <laughs> uh that would be incorrect dan as long even though it says it's a thousand percent your body only really uses what it needs, and then it just wastes the rest of it. 
and it takes it's not oh it's not gonna be able to use that thousand percent so we'll see if they had good it information just gives you a better like that. shot and uh also the vitamins that have the extra there's probably added benefits for why there are extra so well that's the kind of stuff that should be on the commercial and not just a grown man that looks like after the commercial is over, he like went and put his jammies on and went to bed at eight. Yeah, it's, it's terrible. It's, it's probably, it's probably what happens. I think it happens in this house. <laughs> no, because there's no vitamin taking at all and there's no jammies. Well, after we've talked about that this much, maybe there, we need to make that step forward. You. They're kind of sounding better, actually. The more we talk about it, maybe I would like these. Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should do a test run. We'll we'll get just some Vita Craze chewable vitamins, and we'll talk about it next time we podcast. And if it was a it was a success or not, I do. I now that I'm thinking about it, I do take Tums way more just because <laughs> he, they taste good. He eats them for no reason because he likes them. After a big meal, I don't. Instead of having a little dessert. <laughs> sometimes you know they taste pretty <laughs> yeah. good and then i kind of think that you're kind of killing two birds with one stone because if if some heartburn does come up well, that's already taken care of and i had a nice sweet treat at the end of my meal <laughs> it's not even if you've eaten anything sometimes when i'm not feeling well and take a tums because my stomach hurts he's like oh just give me some too <laughs> For no reason. He just likes Tums. I think okay. that you are the perfect candidate for vitamin, Vita Crave, Vita Gummies. I think we should immediately go and buy some tonight for you. Well, what's better, okay, go, buying like a little fun size Snickers or something like that and keeping that in the house or just enjoying a nice couple Tums every once in a while after a meal? It's got to be better for you. Whatever you got to tell yourself to get through your tum addiction. <laughs> so why don't you cue up a little news? We're kind of thinking that, uh, you know, there's always some news topics that don't, that, that are kind of interesting and, and have more, have more interest than just to read, you know, real quick. So maybe you have some stuff All to right. talk about. I've got some interesting topics for you, Hendrix. Um, so there was just an article. I, I I pulled up all these news articles from Huffington Post, which happens to be both of our favorite uh, news website. Don't turn off our Republican listeners. I, I, I get some Fox News, too. That's a lie. Not in this household. Um, an interesting new trend that's happening in the wedding circle is the brother-sister dance. So there's, uh, there's two men and two women? <laughs> no. No, we'll get there, too. But there is something that's called... The brother-sister dance. Uh, can you have any thoughts on the brother-sister dance? Would you would you find it awkward to be sitting there watching a brother and sister dance? Or would you want to dance with a, your sister on your wedding day? What are your thoughts on this, Dan? Well, it seems, why, why has this started happening? I don't get it. Well, it says it kind of started happening. There's two reasons. Because maybe the father is no longer around and the, the bride-to-be still wants to have a dance, which is, you know, I think that's a sweet idea. But then there's also brother-sister dance where it's like the brother and the sister are just really close and they have some fun bond together and they just want to share that with everybody. And they do these brother-sister dances. So, which I feel personally, it could, it's a nice idea. It could be funny, but I think you'd have to really pick the right song for it to be funny. 
but it could just end up being a little bit uncomfortable. But what are your thoughts, Dan? Well, first of all, I don't really get the father-daughter dance, to be honest with you. Because well, the funny, well, the funny thing with the thing about it is it's the father's kind of giving away the daughter for the last time to the new husband is the idea behind the father. daughter. Well, why is he so excited about that? You know, people are always like, oh, I, you know, they have some accent. Like, I have to get better to dance with my daughter. You're giving your daughter away to some dude that, you know, you're going to bed at the end of the at the end of the wedding night. What's going on there? I, I wouldn't want to even participate in something like that. You would not want to participate in your daughter's wedding. I I think that that's a lie. <laughs> you are away. just dying for the father-daughter dance when you have a daughter and she gets married. Well, you're probably right. But I just because some people have... I mean, no offense to my siblings, but uh, just because some of these people have a, a super bond and really want to dance with their siblings at their wedding, I don't think they should have to force that on me. I'm Would a bad enough dance dancer. Would you dance with one of your sisters at your wedding? Well, if yeah, if, if if I think if somebody really wants you to do something like that, of course, yeah, you're going to do that. But I want to minimize the amount of time that people scrutinize my dancing ability. <laughs> So it's really I, not pretty, people. I, I'm not joking. It's really true. He's, so, he's about six foot three, stiff. I'm six foot. Am I six foot three? I thought I was six foot four. No, you're six foot three. That's what you said the entire time. I don't know why you're adding an extra inch on during the podcast. Yeah, that's typical just unheard male, of. The guys do that. T- typical male adding an extra inch on everywhere. Uh, so moving on to the next topic. It's reported that James Vanderbeek was quite the prankster on his hit TV show. Prankster? Prankster on his hit TV show, Dawson's Creek. And he used to fart on camera and then never fess up to it and almost put blame on other people. Has this ever situation ever happened to you and come up in your life, Danny? Oh, God. Are you serious? Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm taking it there. And you know what story I'm thinking about. What do you think about James Vanderbeek? And I his liked actions. Him, I liked him in uh, in Varsity Blues. I don't. Th- I didn't yeah. really watch any Dawson's Creek. No, I'll have to go I. back and listen for. You know, I was always more. I never sounds. actually watched Dawson's Creek either, but I just always liked Joshua Jackson better. If I could pick. Mm. Yeah, I can totally relate to this. I'll, I mean, if you're on camera with a whole bunch of people, I think you should really try to get that under control. It's, <laughs> it seems hard to believe that he allowed this to get to such a point that people are reading about it like 10 years later how his bad his farts were but, he didn't fess up he just confessed it right now nobody caught him he confessed it well i guess i guess any publicity is good publicity right right uh but can you tell of a similar story where this might have happened to you where you farted and didn't didn't fess up and it got blamed on somebody else danny I don't think I'm ready to <laughs> share that story. I it's truly really true, though. I, I, you know, I believe that um, people are generally, there's lots of things that you're just sort of born with. You're sort of just wired certain ways. And I was definitely born with the fart and not fess up to it, Gene. <laughs> I like, I was, I was the one guy everybody ha- had us in their group of friends, I guess. Because if, if, if nobody fessed up to it, it was probably me. It's horrible. It's true. I, I think Maybe if that, I took more vitamins, it'd, it'd deal. You know, it help my digestion. It's it is pretty bad, folks. Uh, but he does have a particular story, which I feel like he's not going to share. But we'll just we'll give you a rundown. It was in class in middle school, or was it elementary school? How did we ever get to the point where we were talking about this to each other? 
<laughs> I have, we talk about everything with each other. That's it's, terrible. We're very comfortable. No. Anyways, he farted in class. And then everybody thought it was this one girl. And she was like crying because it wasn't her and Danny never messed up. And it was everybody made fun of her and she cried because Danny farted. It's really true. <laughs> to this day, I I do feel bad about it. The, this... She's a very unpleasant person now. We both knew her and... Oh, that's not fair. She she definitely has a gas reputation. That's all we know. But (laughs) we know that's not true. So she's probably great. All the other stuff about her is probably not true too. But yeah, she actually um her her mom came and actually picked her up and took her home. (laughs) (laughs) Because you farted and then got blamed on her. It changed your whole life, Danny. Well, okay. I I don't think this really stopped her from doing anything that she wanted to do, but except, you know, maybe go to sixth period that day. (laughs) I guess she did get to get out of school. Maybe it was just smart thinking on her part. Throw some tears. Yeah. She definitely capitalized on the situation. That was bad. You know, I I can't do stuff like that. That's really horrible. Hopefully those days are behind you. They're probably not. (laughs) Behind you. Woohoo. Yeah, there's actually somebody at at my work. This is pretty disgusting being a grown grown man now, but um there's somebody at my work that has this reputation of of actually farting at work with their headphones on and and just, you know. Are these loud or silent farts? Well, they're not silent cuz people hear them and talk about them. So, something's happening. And I cannot believe this person is letting that happen, but you know. You, it's it's unhealthy to keep those things in. That's I say true. let it out. Let it out. And I do. <laughs> but That's I think so we've all disgusting. been in those situations where we farted in many public settings and done the like fart, look around to see if anybody's having any reaction to your fart and then just kind of go about your business. Is this just going to be like fart cast? <laughs> we can move. We can move on if you don't want to talk about <laughs> farting anymore. It have taken you uncomfortable. You have to be able to talk about anything on the podcast, Dan. I am. I, th- I think um, these people know how much of a farter I am, which is horrible. <laughs> and so I think I've done that. All right. We'll move on. We're obviously making my, co-ho- my co-host uh, a little uncomfortable. Uh, well, I also came across this really interesting article about this woman who literally looks almost exactly like a Barbie doll. And it's natural. She hasn't had, supposedly hasn't had any plastic surgery. She's from... I believe Russia or one of those Eastern European countries. One of those. One of those. Uh, obviously, News Girl needs to get a little bit more info. But she literally has got this really soft face and long blonde hair, really big breasts, skinny waist, and like big hips. And it is freakish when you look at these pictures how much she really looks like a Barbie doll. But I guess it's this this growing trend in these countries where people just want to make themselves look like these dolls. And um, what are your thoughts on on that? Okay, so did you find out if she has had plastic surgery or not? It says no in the article I read online. So how can and you make no yourself- fo- and no photo editing as well in these photos? Let's let, let me let me pull up the name of this girl just in case anybody wants to uh, wants to look up what she looks like. It's definitely we, worth. We a, will a post uh, uh, pictures and info uh, when the when the podcast goes up. I am um, Valeria. Lukyanova. 
It's Yet, living Barbie. It's, it's really pretty interesting because she looks exactly like a Barbie doll. It's really weird. But how are you supposed to try to do that without plastic surgery? It's not like you can just decide you're going to look like a Barbie doll, right? I mean, it's, yeah, I don't know. You guess you're just born, you're born that way and somebody notices you and it's just really, and it, it's just really weird. I, I don't know. And I, I don't like that there's this trend where people want to look like this. And Oh, know, I think it's great. It's a pretty good looking girl. I'm sorry. She's, ugh, it's, it's not good. It's, she's just very weird looking. She has a skinny little face and it's very unpleasant. It's very strange. You guys really do have to look at this because it it really could be pictures or uh, almost like a drawing. I mean, it seriously does look like a Barbie doll. It's really weird. Yeah, I I just it's it's very interesting, and and if I I just I have no idea what to really say on this one. If, if she just... hasn't had any plastic surgery, then there's got to be a lot of kind of pissed off people that have spent like. $50,000 or more and they basically look like Frankenstein now and she looks like she had every plastic surgery procedure you could have and looks perfect but didn't have any of that. That's pretty crazy. Can you imagine having plastic surgery in some of those Eastern European countries? Ooh. Sounds like it could be, it could be like a hostile situation. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think I'd really want to be put out in any country other than the US. Uh Maybe Europe. <laughs> well, that's not a that's not a country. I'm sorry, a uh, <laughs> continent. <laughs> but you know, you know, uh, that's always scary. Yeah, I, I, I wonder if it's if that's probably just us being stupid, uh, stupid like Americans, because that place is probably fine, <laughs> but we've got this idea that like. You know, there's like landmines everywhere and people are just like getting blown up. And, uh, you know, there's like everyone's got their winter hats on all the time and, you know, everyone's starving. I know we probably should do more research because it's probably not like that everywhere, but we've seen too many movies. I mean, apparently they do have some very beautiful women there. Beautiful being very subjective, obviously. Yeah. What else you got? There's this very interesting contraption that's just been created called the Upright Sleeper. And it's for people to be able to fall asleep at their desks or on a plane. And basically, it's just this weird contraption that goes underneath your chin and into your chest and straps back onto this chair, the back of your or the front of your chair. And basically means that you can just lean forward and like not have that weird bobbing head thing when you're trying, you're, you know, falling asleep upright. And it uh, it looks it's extremely weird looking. I definitely would give that one a Google too, but it's I don't know. What are your thoughts on this? this I think thing? it's great. I think it's great. I'm a big time car sleeper. He really can, like literally, he can sleep anywhere. Give him like five minutes and a pillow, and he's out. It's one of those things though that sounds great at the time. Oh, I'm gonna get some sleep. Then you wake up and your neck feels like somebody was punching you in it for the whole time you were asleep because I do that every time and I'm in serious pain and somewhere my back neck somewhere every time. But yet I always still try to sleep sitting up, but this is pretty dorky looking. It, it really is. And I know a thing or two about dorky looking. <laughs> it's also labeled on Huffington Post as the dumbest invention of the year, 
but apparently Sky Mall really wants to pick it up and put it in their magazine. So it definitely looks like it would fit in the Sky Mall magazines that we all find on airplanes. I mean, there's got to be dumber inventions than this, right? I mean, it, it at least serves it's, some it, sort of it purpose. Does, it does serve a purpose. And definitely, I mean, I cannot, whenever I'm not, I'm definitely not a sleeper like Danny's a sleeper. And I, anytime I try to fall asleep sitting, you know, sitting upright, I just constantly do the bob and the head roll and it's just so uncomfortable. So if this could fix that, I, I don't think it would be all that bad, but they also have those like interesting pillows that they like, literally it's like a donut that goes all the way around your neck that you're supposed to be able to sleep on as well. What do you think about that as opposed to this one? If it works out, I'm all for it. This, this thing, we're going to have to post a picture of this too. It, it looks like a contraption. It should be called a contraption. <laughs> it's like a torture device. Yeah, it's weird. I, it's weird. It it's not the worst thing that I've seen though. But if there was something simpler, yeah, like a little donut, it, you're gonna look dumb. The whole point is to sleep, and you just gotta have some pros and cons. I mean, decide if you're willing to look really stupid. You, you kind of look stupid when you're sleeping in general. So, especially if you're sitting up. So adding some little contraption to it probably wouldn't make it that much worse. And if you actually sleep good, I say go for it. There's worse things in Sky Mall, for sure. God, I I love those Sky Mall magazines. I am like instantly sit down at my seat on a plane and just like pull that out. And the last plane ride we took, actually, there wasn't a Sky Mall magazine in there, and I was devastated. And I feel like they're constantly updating. Like I I don't fly that often. At least once a year, though. And there's always new stuff, and it's just always fascinating the stuff that people come up with. What they're what they're doing is really kind of cruel if you think about it, because all those people that have products in Sky Mall, none of them are almost none of them are going to like make these people rich. But yet it gets picked up by somebody, and they get their hopes up. Their product is being sold. They've got to like figure out production, and it's all stupid crap that's not actually going to go anywhere. So they they need I don't to cut think that that's out. true. I think there's some really unique things that would serve a purpose and would actually would sell. I think you're just plain wrong. Well, we're all entitled to our own opinions, aren't we? Yeah, that's true. So we good on news? That's it. News is done. All right. Well, we're thinking that uh, we we're going to want to end these with a little some sort of recommendation. Which I think is great. I don't like to go out and do a lot of research for things myself. So just to have someone give you something that uh, they've already looked into and is cool, then that's great for me. So I'm going to start this time with music. But, uh, you know, we could kind of do uh, movies, books, music, whatever. Painting classes. Painting classes. Well, let's do that as a recommendation. That's actually pretty fun. Tell us about that, Anna. What did we do? Uh, so on Friday night, I drug Danny kicking and screaming basically to uh, what I like to call well it's 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 painting class and it's one of these things where an instructor leads you through painting a famous picture and uh, we picked I picked Van Gogh's A Starry Night because it's my favorite painting and it was a little intimidating because there was lots going on but uh, you get to drink and eat and basically paint a picture and we so we both got one and they're pretty beautiful danny's not thrilled about his but i think it's a masterpiece so i definitely would say find one of these painting classes immediately because it was just a great great night 
The problem is keeping up with the guy. So I was fine. <laughs> for some people, not for all of us. Mixing paint when to try to get these colors is really hard. And then to have enough left over to actually use is impossible. <laughs> for some, and I'm not going to say who those some are, but they're six foot three and their name is Danny. He kept saying that the painting would look a lot better if you stepped back uh, a little ways. And I think it looks best from about 50 feet away. That's when you really get the best looking at the closer you get from that. It just starts to look worse and we'll, worse. And we'll worse. make sure to post a picture also of our, our paintings from this painting class, but it was great. Great recommendation for the week. And we had a great time. Mine kind of looks like if uh, Van Gogh started with a great idea and then just started having some sort of seizure <laughs> An episode, or just like complete, like he found out that he, I don't know, just got dumped or something and just totally gave up and was really mad or something because it doesn't have uh it does, he doesn't have the right swirls in the sky and the, his, i actually like the his swirls. buildings look like they've been burnt it just it looks like somebody really gave up on themselves <laughs> all right so that's gonna be it for this time we're trying to do this thing uh maybe about once a week no exactly once a week and uh thank you for tuning in and hanging out with us thank you